Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Last time on The Dragon's Dream of Scorched Sheep, Calbo and I were finally reunited with our friends aboard the Dreadpunk. After a brief battle with Melisant and her pet, we made her way back to Beckett's Bucket to make up, meet up with some familiar faces. After we were all caught up with our various adventures, we discovered that Kilraith is a soul reaver, planning to harvest our souls to use its energy. Calbo and I must head back to its plane of existence and find a way to put its astral version at a disadvantage. While Stigvald in trouble, see to his physical form. <clears throat> Welcome everybody to do Dragon's Dream of Scorchy. As usual, my name is Gadget and I'll be your DM for the evening. And joining us as usual, the recounter of tales herself, as Capri Smitty, it is Candy Machine. Hello. As Biggie... No, it's not as Biggie as Calbo, it's Biggie. <laughs> I don't know who I am anymore, but I'm here. You never know who you are. The imaginatively titled Stigveld is played by Stig. Huzzah! And the person who's about to sue Chris Pine, playing Treble O'Clef, it is Oodles. The original bard. You notice he has a purple loot in that trailer as well. I fucking did notice, yeah, I'm furious. <laughs> and and he has plans that go wrong. It's just, I'm furious, he's just copying just, me. just copied and that podcast. we're both extremely good looking. And the day. captain of the USS Enterprise. Not a lot of people mm. know that about Oodles. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I mean, dishonourably discharged, but we'll not talk about that. <laughs> yes, well, well, Starfleet's loss is our gain. So, yes, as as Candy so ably recounted last time, the party were reunited. Um, they got to recount their stories multiple times over with various NPCs because everyone kept walking in on them, having to explain why Calbo spoke with two voices at any given time. <clears throat> the plan was set that they have to destroy Kirelth, but he's imperv- impervious from the outside, 
So they have to weaken him on the inside so Stig and Treble can drop a massive sword on his head. And we join the party back in Beckett's bucket as the plan has been finished and finalised. And everyone's kind of making their agreements and, and kind of looking around and um, um, Sebastian turns to Treble and goes, my boy, you'll have to leave me out of this one, I'm afraid. Uh, I'm rather weak and I could do with sleeping for a week or two. This is understandable. Don't worry. We've got this. I'm very, very confident we've got this. Some bullshit from the DM. What's the plan again? <laughs> and uh, Sebastian looks at, looks at you, Calbo, and goes, uh, I'm, I'm sure you'll work it out. You've got another voice inside your head to keep it right. <laughs> so he kind of walks, yeah, up, walks off upstairs, and uh, uh, Oropan comes up to you, Stigvelve, and goes, Oh, it's going to be an adventure, isn't it? Would, would you like me to come along? Um... I'm not sure. You're going to be trapped in a bubble all the all the time. <laughs> and he looks he, he looks down upon you. It's for the first time there's a like a look of accusation at you, Travel. As he says <laughs> to you, if I was trapped in a bubble, would you shoot me again? Ah, <laughs> uh, touche. <laughs> <laughs> uh, while this back and forth is going on, the the, the door flings open and um uh, Briaga walks in carrying a, cu- a couple of sacks and she goes, oh, you're all back. Hi. And she kind of tries to there. move over to the bar and kind of like throws the, the bags behind it and goes, I wasn't expecting anybody about. Do we have to explain everything to her again? It sounds like you need a refresher there. <laughs> 20 minutes later. Yes. And uh, uh, 20 minutes later, Briaga's just kind of sat on the bar with this kind of puzzled look on her face going, I have no idea what's going on. But two of us. The three of us. Plan sounds dangerous. I'm, I'm confident it'll work. Okay. I might have something that might help. Um, yeah. And she, she, she hops back over the bar and you can hear her rustling through the bags that she's got. And you hear it just talking from below. So I was on a just you know just a, a nightly burglary spree, and she then looks up. Yes, I am a thief. Just don't. And she goes back to the bag, <laughs> and she's rustling through. You hear kind of clanging and clattering, and she comes up and uh, treble. She holds in front of your face a, a, a ring with a feather on it, and goes, "This th- th- this might be useful for you." Oh, I do like jewelry. Well, this um, the, this is a ring of feather falling. It'll mean if you fall from a great height, you'll you won't. Hurt yourself. Clues in the name. And Could given go on my shoulders now. And given that you're <laughs> you're, you're going up to the, the the sword, and given that I've patched you up about three times now, yes. might be useful for you. Well, yes, I suppose that when when we do when the sword does eventually drop, who knows where we'll be stood. <laughs> yes, good idea. Well, as long as you're not stood oh. under it, that would be the main thing. Yes, yes, I'll take it. I want to ride that sword into a uh, Kyrell flight guy from um, <laughs> Doctor Strangelove. You'll have to find a, find a Stetson from somewhere. Uh, <laughs> um, right, okay. So, yeah, the, the, there are, so there are the two sides to this one. There is Capri and Calbo will have to go offer themselves to Kyrell to return back to the Euphorium. A.K.A. the bait. And... Stigveld and Treble will have to go and find Illalath, because if you remember, there are three chains, 
and it's basically the uh, Viglath is informed you it needs the strength of a Goliath to break these chains. Okay, the muscle. Okay, the muscle. Yeah. So, who wants to go first? I'll leave this in your your purview. I think the bait should go first, personally. I think set so the, too. Set the snare, mm. the trap mm. going. I want to hear you two offer yourself up. Yep. Oh. oh we have our up. <laughs> <laughs> How did they speak at the same time? Yeah, but we need to get back to that plane. You don't want to go back there. I don't have a choice. Proserpine, will you look after my body? He's, and he, he's not listening. He's actually curled up fast asleep on your chest, purring gently. Oh, he's still there exactly where I remembered him. <laughs> <laughs> it's only me that's listened to the last episode. <laughs> I listened, I just forgot that one bit. Unbelievable. <laughs> Fucking brilliant. <laughs> okay, so, so stop so it now, Gaddy. Let's just go on. Fuck it. I yeah. listen to every every episode. They don't deserve it. No, they don't do they? <laughs> Hated, hated. Out of effort that I put in writing and editing this. Uh, no, mm. it's fine. Um, you all live it. I don't expect you to listen back to it anyway. You walk out of Beckett's <laughs> bucket, and it is it is daytime. The kind of the rioting that's happened over the kind of the past few days since you know hell broke loose as a, as a result of your own actions has calmed down. People are kind of starting to rebuild. You can hear people kind of hammering away, like kind of repairing shops or um, kind of clearing out things. But the city's kind of returned to a relative peace. Halbo, I suggest when I speak to you, don't use my voice. Just listen to me in your head. Otherwise, people are going to talk. This is fair. Do we need to stock up on anything now that we might be going into a battle? Oh, we're going to an astral plane, so probably not. Anything. We never are prepared. Just travel sweets. <laughs> I will point out as the DM that, yes, you're going to an astral plane. You, you will not be able to take anything you buy with you. Just click it. So, yeah, you head, you head through the street into the marketplace and you find yourself where the path towards the church was, which is now just... An open, enormous open pit that leads down into darkness. If you remember where you fought Kirilth and Millicent on the Dreadbeat, um, and you stand at the kind of the edge of it, you can feel kind of a cold air come up from below, um, and a faint fishy smell. Yeah. <laughs> what do you do? So, what do you do? We need to summon that beast again. Oh, beastie. Do we have to? <laughs> yes, that's the plan, Calvo. <laughs> Shit, jump in. Like this. So, so someone walks behind you, Calvo, and goes, Sorry, sir, are you are you talking to yourself? Yes, oh, so Calvo gets so yellow. Yeah, yellow belly. I bloody told you not to open your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so we should be headed into the uh, church. The church isn't there. It's collapsed into nothing. <laughs> I told you, I it's a giant pit. It's, you, you're, where, you, you're at the point where the path towards the church was. But there is nothing what? there now because the church collapsed, remember, when um, when you and Capri got taken. Well, that's because there was the ex- that Carbo's done this forgetting yeah. everything. There was that exciting chase sequence with um, with Stigveld and, and Treble getting hurled across the bridge as it collapsed underneath their feet. So how are you going yeah, to try and beckon the beast? 
We know the beast is down there. I suggest we jump. I think there's no other choice. Do you? <laughs> <laughs> you gotta do it. <laughs> <laughs> I know. This is so deliciously awkward. <laughs> Are you ready? Yes, I'm closing my eyes. No, I'm Here closing your eyes. <laughs> I'm closing. I'm closing your eyes. <laughs> and we jump in. You jump. What? What's your jump noise? You gotta make a jump noise. Zack. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> so with I a lined you up for that. So with a huzzah, you kind of open your arms out and you leap um as if you're in an Assassin's Creed game and you plunge into the into the darkness. The eagle the, goes, yeah. <laughs> the, the you feel the wind across your scales, um, and then you suddenly feel nothing. And then the darkness around you kind of swirls into smoke and you're, f and you're doing that falling thing again that Zoral forced you to do before where lights are flashing past you, past you both. You're kind of phasing in and out of each other and you kind of la both land in two separate chairs back in the Euphorium. <laughs> you are now separated. Um, so you're in a together. You're in a solid, solid white room. As you, uh, as you land, the arms of the chairs kind of mould over your hands. Um, and um, the wall out of the wall, the wall kind of bends forward and it takes the form of Zoral as he walks out and goes, "Oh, welcome back." Yes, we were just yeah. too tempted by your offer. I'm afraid it seems a bit too nice. We just we came back. We're up for it. We want the goods. Roll a deception check on that one, please, Candy. You sneaky little thing. I like I like your attempt at lying to a god creature from another plane. Uh, oh, <laughs> what did you get? I mean, it wasn't great. It was a ten. A ten. Um, Zoral smiles, just smiles sweetly at you. A kind of sarcastic smile that, that someone does when they know you're bullshitting. And he um, he clicks his fingers, and all of a sudden you don't have a mouth. <laughs> don't 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 give me sweet little lies. <laughs> Yes, 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 I know. But, you know, you can swear all that you wanted me. It doesn't make a difference. You're here. Hmm. Do you have anything to say, Mr. Lizard? Can I not click my fingers as well and bring her mouth back? So, this is... What Zoral has done is he's, he's covered your hands. Stop them moving. I will let you roll a sleight of hand check. Where is that? Which one is that? In the skills, under S, the sleight of hand. You know they're all in alphabetical Ooh. order. Nine. Nine. You kind of try and wiggle your left hand and try and move it, but it's it's too firm around you. Oh, and, um... Zoral <laughs> uh, just kind of smiles, smiles at you, Calvo, and says, Do you have anything clever to say? Because I can take your mouth away like hers. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I not you if you'd release me from this chair. Well, why would I do that? You see, most souls that come here aren't able to click their fingers and have something happen, so there must be something special about you two. So I'm not I'm not taking the risk. For starters, I've I I've i I've closed that little magical loophole that allowed you to click your way out of here. So you're with me for now. 
And he uh, clicks his fingers again, and Capri, your mouth returns. Uh, That was uncomfortable. It was supposed to be. No. (laughs) (laughs) I did that behind his back. It's very interesting. You know, I've lived for thousands of eons, billions of years. Never, never has someone willed themselves out of my control. It's very impressive. I'm very curious about you two. Yes, well, maybe we'll be your downfall. Well, maybe, but, you know, and he clicks his fingers again and Calbo turns into a frog. <laughs> Calbo, that's funny. I mean, sorry, turn him back, please. Well, as you wish, and he clicks his fingers again and Calbo returns to his normal form, but without clothes. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no. Back to, back to a frog. Do dragons have cocks? <laughs> well, they don't have tails. Artisticals. And, and he clicks his fingers again, and Calbo was dressed again. Calbo, roll me another um, sleight of hand check. Let's see if uh, the ch- shifting shifting tides have, have allowed your hand to move out. Yes, they have. What do you got? Natural twenty. Mm, natural Each twenty. One. So when. So when so when he returns you back to back to your normal self and he dresses you again, you notice that your left hand is still kind of within the kind of the gap in the chair that he created, but you can move your hand within it. So he doesn't know that your fingers can move. Mm-hmm. So, but you can move your fingers. He starts to kind of get a little bit grandstandy here and says, "So, it's not worth dispensing. Well, it's worth dispensing now with the facade. You know what I am. You know what Kirelth is and what we are. And you know that this is all a sham, I assume. Yes, we heard that. Yes. Would you like to see where you really are? I guess. It's not right. going to be pleasant, is it? He clicks both fingers on both hands this time, and the white walls fade away. And you're actually kind of sat on nothing. You're still in your chairs, but like, there's no floor, there's no ceiling, there's no walls. You're in kind of space, and below you, you can see this kind of what looks like a nebula. Ooh. And it starts to kind of rush closer towards you. And as you kind of as you kind of go into what you would assume would be the clouds of the nebula, you see that they are individual kind of sprites of people, and you can see that there is a kind of a trail of energy coming out of them leading to a enormous star in the centre. And um, he says to you, isn't it magnificent? Billions upon billions here? of souls. All this power within me. All ready to build. I've been on your earth. No, uh, sorry. I've been on Erethria for, what, maybe 2,000 years, and I've amassed even more of them. I'm so close to moving on, and... Um, he kind of whips his hand up and kind of, for both of you, two strands of power start to come out of your chest. Chests and mm. kind of like moves out like a worm and starts to head towards it and goes, there's a power within you two. It's it's intoxicating. It's it's unreal. It's powerful. Um, the like, the ten- my chest trying to get it back in. <laughs> you, do, you do that. You, your hands kind of pass through it. It's almost like it's non-corporeal. The... It, it, it's not fast moving towards the star, but you can see it's starting to kind of move and kind of curl around and whip down. And he goes, oh, this is hungry. Everything is hunger. 
I feel it. And you see the, the, the look of Zoral, so the kind of the pale white skin and the white eyes and the long hair kind of starts to peel back and his, his, kind of his arms turn to tentacles and he kind of lifts off, he kind of sloughs off the white skin and this kind of green, almost almost octopus-like creature, but not quite kind of comes out of it. Goes, oh, this feels better. I can feel it. And you can see his, his kind of, he's got these black eyes, these dead black eyes that are kind of almost quivering with anticipation at the energy coming out of you two. That was way more disturbing than I was expecting. One ugly mind flare. So he starts to kind of look closely at the, en- at the energy trails coming from you, heading to the star, and goes, as soon as I can tap into you, oh, the power, I'll be able to leave this universe, head back into the multiverse and consume somewhere else. You're afraid of us. I'm not Clearly afraid of you. Problem for you. No, you're certainly you're... interested in us. I'm interested in you. Let us go. You are. Let us go. Let us be free. If you're not so concerned, why would I let you be free when I can feed from you? We need to dissipate this star thing, don't we? If that's where he's drawing his energy. If he's, like, sucking it into the... Hmm. Albo, this is bad. I know, I'm trying to think of the plan. It's me too. You say you're going to move to another universe. What's it taking all these souls? Well, if I move to another universe, there are more souls. I can get bigger, stronger. Soon I can consume the the multiverse. I can be everything, be everywhere. I can make myself a god. And what if we were to return these souls to their owners? You think you can destroy me? There may be something special about you too, but you are not able to destroy me. I think we're going to try. Oh, really? God. I want. I don't I, like it when he turned back into a DM. I know. I'm just very, very keen to hear where this is going. <laughs> Perhaps I'm just trying to distract him. Well, what are you trying to do? Are you trying to? Are you distracting him in character, or do you have a plan in person? I have absolutely no idea what to do at this point. So the. Can is there anything we can do? Finger, to so it's trying to think what. Is our power unlimited in the sense of what he can do, we can do ourselves? In that sense of... He so, took uh, Capri's he, mouth away, I can do something just as similar. Yes. You, 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 I'll, I'll, I'll explain the, the, the kind of the way I've thought about this, okay? So you can't click your fingers to leave, okay? You can't click your fingers to directly kill him. However, every... And the same way that he can't click his fingers to directly kill you two. Okay. You are, however, capable of doing of using the, the finger clicking to do anything else that you may want. Mm. But re-roll your character completely from the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> but it's also worth bearing in mind that he can obviously he has unlimited ability to do whatever he wants with the clicking. Mm. And you both have this, but he has it too, the ability to counter a click. So, so if so, say, say for instance, if you tr- if you try and click to 
I don't know, turn him into a frog. He has he has three counters, and you also each have three counters where you can just basically nullify it. Okay, we're in, this is going to be a slightly different way of fighting things. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so we don't we don't need to like. So it depends on a roll, or we do, we just is it kind of more back and forth? It's more, it, it's more back and forth. It's a click off. It's a classic click off. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, if you can click in seven years, I'll, I'll give you extra points. West Side Story going on here. Yeah. Mm. It's just a classic run of the mill click. I want to be in a red three. I want to be in a red three. Yeah. So, how, how how big is he in front of us? Like, if we wanted to try and attempt to have a fight, he, could we he is. Why would you want to fight? He is a lot. I think powers. we need. To, he is a large monstrosity, so he is he is larger than you both. Um, he is, but you you kind of have the impression of you're hovering in space. You're not. You you are basically effectively in a room that can see space. You know, you can you can feel the floor on your feet. You know, we need to we need a way to kind of sever his or just kind of damage his connection to his physical form, so that the others will be able to damage him or stop the physical form from being able to have the power from those souls. But what you need to do first is get out of the current predicament that you're in. <laughs> you're getting ahead of yourself here. I'm ge- I've given you like a five, ten minute explanation thing of what's going on here. You need to do something else. I'm going to have him just kill you. <laughs> yeah, should we, uh, Calvo? Calvo's left hand is free, effectively. Can I click and make it? Does he have? Do you have, do you have to actually click to have use the power? Because if my hand was covered, so if we could not turn his hand into, I don't know, spaghetti, then he can't click. Interesting. So just tell, tell his me, hand off. Yeah, tell me what you want to do. <laughs> then I am going to click my free hand. Mm-hmm. And turn his hands into Wait. spaghetti. Oh, make it greasy. Make it greasy so we don't even know it. So, I'm not so, I'm not so, so, I'm not so, 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 Capri change Capri, his hands, change his whole form. Capri, you hear a muffled sound, and all, and all of a sudden, uh, the, the kind of the ends, the hands at the end of Zoral's kind of slightly tentacly bendy arms just turns into spaghetti. And he's like, <laughs> and he looks down and goes, "What?" And he kind of turns uh, to look at both of you. What? What's your? Um... I, I like how I like how pastas in this universe. I, I know, right? Yeah, it's, it's, apparently <laughs> it's a thing. What's Telephone your, pasta. What's your spaghetti policy here? <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, we don't we don't do spaghetti, unfortunately. Uh, rule. Sorry, it's Charlie. Rule. So Zoral's so, so kind of looking down, like the, the black eyes that you can I even see. It. They're looking perplexed. He's like. What on any number of Earths has happened here? And then I can click again, right? Yeah. So I can free Capri from her chair because her obviously her hands I, are I'd free. Have done that first. I was hoping you would do that first, actually, but that's fine. <laughs> well, at least it stops him doing something for a minute. But but he's incapacitated. Um, mm. Yeah, exactly. So, clever, clever, Biggie. Thank you. So first time he's ever heard that in his life. <laughs> so I click again, yeah, and I free Capri 
from her bindings. Okay. <laughs> so, 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 so Capri's hands kind of uh, pop hands out. free. You, you, you jazz hand. And uh, and and as as uh, as you do that, um, Kiroth goes, "No, this isn't happening." And he kind of swipes his noodly appendage. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Can we have some art of that, please? Yes, yeah, some art of that, please, Candy. Uh, he, he he swipes his noodly appendage, and and Calbo, you fall through the floor and disappear into the darkness. Capri is left on her own with with him. He slapped his spaghetti together. Falling. Um, falling. And like- he, he 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 waves his other arm. And the, the the nebula kind of like moves further away, which gives you more time because because your the strand coming from your chest effectively comes with you. Um, and if you move over to roll twenty, you see you you see kind of from from the in well from the invisible ground crystals start to appear. Each of them kind of energized. Kirelth um, Zaral is um, stood on the top of one of the largest crystals. Um, why can't I move roll 20 around? There it is. And you are, you Capri, you are now, you are now standing up at the base of these crystals. Calbo, you kind of come out of nowhere and land on the ground with a bit of a splat. Can I just commend you on this, uh, map, mate? It's beautiful. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm. Thank you. Um, I'm a monk. Surely I could land on my feet. Compliments are free, guys. Just letting you know that. Uh, the uh, it, it 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 doesn't matter whether you're a monk or not. You've just hit the ground right. hard like an arsehole. Because it's effectively you've been you've been falling and falling and falling, and the ground has come out of nowhere. You had no chance to react to it because it's transparent. Uh, Kir- uh, just Kir- the final boss of Final Fantasy Nine. This bit. Kirill kind of waves his arms around and his hands return and goes, "Oh, you're gonna pay for that, Calbo." And both of you can you roll want- initiative because we are now in a fight. Oh boy! Oh, nice. Sixteen. Da, 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 da. All right. What did what did he get, Capri? Sixteen. Okay, so Capri goes first. What six? Then Kiralth. Some of those crystals look veiny. <laughs> A little bit, don't they? Blue veins. Just to the just to the uh, northwest of that monster. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's um blame incarnate for that one. I'm kinda of blaming your head. Your brain. Hey, I'm just on the brain. I'm just using existing assets here. I didn't draw <laughs> these crystals. <laughs> right, these okay. So Capri, you 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 are up first. So we're still doing the click fight. You can do clicks. You can use also your normal kind of attack pans if you want to. Um, can I use giga click? I think I want to try and smash these um, crystals around him to try and trap him in, but I don't know whether to click it or to so, blast. So he is floating above them. I think that's, oh, that's how I should describe. So, so, so for the listeners that they are kind of stood above this nebula, there is this huge mass of purple crystals underneath Kirelth. He is float. His kind of, I don't know how you would describe this. Transcendental form is kind of floating above it. Um, Just and, consider it as a final boss for most JRPGs. Yeah, and there are also crystals at each corner of the of the arena that they're fighting. The boss that came out of nowhere. That kind of boss. Mm. Yeah, you're here to kill God. 
and chaos. Exactly. So, yeah, you are. Ha- he is above it. So you're welcome to try blasting. You're welcome to try clicking. It's 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 up to you. Uh, can I try blasting the southeast crystal with an eldritch <clears throat> eldritch blast? Yeah, sure. Roll an attack roll on it. It's actually pronounced penistal. <laughs> Twenty. <laughs> Twenty. Yeah, that that hits. Roll roll me some damage. Five. Five. You you turn around and the blackness just erupts from your fingers and it hits the, it hits the crystal. The crystal kind of cracks in the middle. It's not destroyed, but you see there's kind of like this wisp of energy come out of it and and uh, Kirol the above us. <laughs> you hear him kind of groan. That's our plan, cowboy. Are you going to take any movement? Um, I'm going to get close to that southeast um again. Okay, you both have control of yourselves, so you can just pick yourselves up and move where you want to be. Do the work, guys. <laughs> right. Okay, so it's now Kirel's turn. He is going to turn and I'm on the right thing. Yeah, I'm on the right thing. He's gonna to turn to look at Calbo and goes meddling dragon. And um, motes of light start to appear on the ground around you. Calbo, what is your um armor class? 12. 12. He gets a 13 as these motes of light kind of come up, come up and this beam of energy just smashes down on top of you. And you will take... You will take 9 points of uh, radiant damage. Okay. And he is going to float closer towards you. Right, it's now your turn. Uh, I'm gonna do. Oh, hang on, I haven't got any magic. Um, nope. Clipping fingers. I want to clip my fingers on the crystal to my left. Right. And throw them at. The creature. I can't think of his name. I know you said it a million times. Kirolf. It's Kirolf. Kirolf. Thank you. <laughs> oh, it's Kirolf. Uh, okay, yeah, sure. So uh, he's going to do a deck save to see if he can get out of the way. And he gets a natural one. So you kind of click your fingers and this this this, this crystal kind of separates into multiple shards. Kirolf's in pain and this kind of smashes into him. They don't look like they're doing damage, but each one kind of bursts into ash as it hits him, and he kind of like floats backwards and kind of like has to wobble himself back into Compass Mentor. So that one, the bottom southwest corner, has now gone. Nice. Yeah. Um, radiant damage. Does that work the same way as? Um, is that just this, is, this sort of the uh, damage on this plane? Will it affect us in the physical? Because my my health is still super low. Uh, well, radiant, radiant damage is the, ca- the kind of damage that you get, like bludgeoning damage, slashing damage. Oh, sorry. It's not, it's, so it's damage just, just works as normal, then? Yeah. Okay. But it, to, it, to be honest, though, you would have had a long rest anyway, so... I, 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 will, I will allow you to have been back at full health in Cal, where you lose nine damage from whatever your full health total is. Sorry, I should have said that at the beginning of the session, that you'd had a full rest. No problem. Put that on there. Well, you definitely would have anyway, Candy, because you've only just gotten back to a state of being. 
Yeah, I was just adjusting it, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Right, Candy, it's your turn. Um, I'm going to... Oh, I'm actually going to click my fingers and go for the... Yeah, try and smash the north northeast one. The, the northeast but crystal. But remain where I am. Yeah, sure. Go for it. Um, so you, are you just smashing it, are you? I'm just going to try and destroy it. Okay, you just you click your fingers and it bursts into shards, and then the shards burst into ashes, and Kiroth and kind of ro- rolls back in pain. Um, and then can I just do an unarmed strike on the one that I'm next to? How many actions a turn do you get? Uh, I think it's one, isn't it? Yeah, actions, you've used yeah. your action. Oh, sorry. I'm, I'm going to stay where I am in that case. <laughs> All right. Oh, so- yeah. I don't know if you. Can- What's the matter? My, uh, my iPad's haunted. It keeps talking to me. Let me just turn the volume down. <laughs> it literally just a second ago, it said no need to apologise. Oh. <laughs> so, Kirilth is now going to turn his attention towards you, Capri. And he is he is going to um, to raise kind of his tentacles up and one of the one of the larger kind of shards of the one of the crystals lifts up. And he throws it at you. So roll me a deck save, please. Ten. What did you get? Ten. Can't hear you, Candy. Ten. Ten. There we go. Can you go. hear me now? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you did there. Hear uh, me now. Hear me now. You got a ten, so you didn't save. So you're going to take... It's um, quite a few dice, this one. You take 18 force damage as this as this purple crystal just smashes into you. Um, Ow, and Cowboy, it's your turn now. I want to click my fingers and I want to turn one of those crystal shards, take it from the one underneath him. Yeah. And turn it into a very sharp point like a javelin and fire it straight up from below into his body like impale him almost okay yeah yeah fair enough uh, so he's going to roll a saving throw to see if he avoids it uh, which he gets a 6 so he doesn't uh, so you, you you click your fingers and as um, Kirilth is congr- amusing himself throwing this um this thing at uh, Capri Uh, he doesn't realise that below this kind of this crystal is like it's shaving down and becoming a point and then it just fires straight up through this kind of tentacled creature and he just bursts into gore and viscera the crystals all around you start to burst and explode and you feel yourselves getting kind of dragged backwards and kind of pulled away um, as you are sucked out of this dimension. Calbo, you you wake up on the dreadbeat. You wake up on the deck of the dreadbeat. It's cold, it's wet, it's dark. You don't know where you are, but you can feel the wood and there are kind of skeletons around you. Capri, you wake up in your body causing uh, Proserpine to kind of kind of like leap up and start scratching around and then he comes down and realises that you're back and you're awake. And he starts to kind of nuzzle at your head and purr. Oh, hello, old friend. 
Oh, this feels better. It feels like me again. I'm not so scaly. I'm so dry. You're very sober. Yes, that's a very good point. I think I should remain sober just for now. I am, um, and as that, uh, as as you can do something good in a battle. Let's point that you out. You did. You did. Well done, Biggie. Yay! Um, Thank you. Caprius, as you as you sit up and you kind of cuddle into Proserpine from the edge of the city, you hear sound. What was that? And this is the point where we are going to rewind a few hours to when the party separated, and we're going to pick up with three hours earlier. Yes, with Treble and Stigveld. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. As, 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 the, as you kind of walk out of Beckett's bucket and you watch Calbo kind of talking to himself as he walks down the street... In two different voices. Don't think I'll ever get, ever find that not weird. Yes, it's um, insidious at best. So you need to find Illalath. We need to find Illalath. Ah, just follow the carnage, the more carnage. God, there's carnage everywhere. Hmm. Both of you roll me an investigation check, and let's see if you can spot the right kind of carnage. <laughs> okay. Ten. I've got a minus on investigation. <laughs> let's see. Let's see if Trouble can pick it up for you. Uh, sixteen in total. Sixteen. So you, so Trouble, you kind of trot ahead as, as Stigveld's kind of head is in the clouds. Um, 
and you you so you know there are there are kind of bodies still in the street from the previous rioting you see ones where they've kind of been stabbed in the chest you see ones where they've kind of just been beaten with a club or whatever and then you see one that's been cleaved in two and you think that's barbarian style that's barbarian style i think if we go over here we might be able to find him but no if we go over there i think no 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 Steveld, this way you 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 you, fo- you follow kind of street to street, and you just start looking for the bodies that have either been cut in half or been obliterated in somehow. Basically, the ways that you've seen Stigveld murder people. Um, Giants really do have a penchant for evisceration. It's uh, it's built into us. You don't know what those us. words are, mate. Let's let's just let's just rewind that. <laughs> <laughs> we like to kill. <laughs> That's better. <laughs> Eventually, you get kind of close to not the main market, kind of like a more of a kind of like a smaller kind of neighborhood kind of market place where you you hear um, you hear some soldiers go, "There he is! Let's get him!" I believe there he is. Let's Hello. get him. I was going to say the same. Let's go. You 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 walk upon a scene where the where you see. Illilath, and he's now cornered. Um, the market, market stores around him have all kind of been set on fire. Um, and there are a collection of guards around, and not, well, not necessarily guards, soldiers more like it. You see as they kind of turn around the preparing, a couple of them have the Triumvirate logo on their chest. Uh, one of them is different. Um, can you... Stigfeld, roll me a perception check. See if you recognise this one. Perceptive. He's more perceptive Ooh. than he is investigative. Natural twenty, so twenty-four total. Prove me wrong. Twenty-four. Right. So this, so, so this one you can see. You have encountered them in the past, but not working for the triumvirate. This one wears kind of grey armor, but he wears he has a gold mask that blacks out his eyes, um, effectively meaning he can't see. And you recognize this one as a practicer of mental arts, a, a psyker. Recognize that one there. Well, it so. looks like they're taking down your friend. There's one way to get their attention. What is this? What? What does one of those do? Gadget, by the way. Can you fill us in? So, so, <laughs> it, so, a psyker is one that doesn't sort of outwardly attack with weapons. This, this, this is the one that can play with your mind. It can do mind control. It can, um, it can get into your head in different ways. Um, they are in this world. They are effectively soldiers of fortune. The best, I th- actually, the best way to describe them that you that you'll recognise, Stig, is think of them as a bond a bonds magi. Okay. They are unique in that they are very expensive to be hired, and they have a very unique set of skills, and not to be fucked with. <laughs> so move over yeah. to world twenty. We have to be very careful of that one there. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to get their attention first. I've seen. Just, just, just wait. So you have well, one, I'm two, three, it. four, five, six it. of them around, they and have... then Illalath. And Illalath is Illalath has stood there. He's got his, he's got his kind of great sword, and he's kind of, he's going. Come on, boys! I want to fight. Who wants to die first? Right, I've done it. It's, it's un- unleashed the loot. The moon loot, however it's called. The lunar loot, yeah. Okay, and what do you plan to do with it? Make them aware of our presence. And make them realise we've pincered attacked them. Okay, Uh, roll a performance check for me then. 
14 plus 8. You're still wearing that ring that I told you to take off, aren't you? <laughs> okay. No, I'm not, I'm not. I think that I th I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure that should be a 14 plus 2, but either way that would pass. So you see you 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 pull out your loot and you start to play. And um all of all of them turn around and the uh, the psyker Hello boys. The psyker kind of points a finger towards Stigveld and goes, "This is the right one." Oh, I'm playing a song. Listen to me, not him. Anyway, Stig, let's roll out. Oh dear, always, always jumping in with two feet, you aren't you? I only got the two. <laughs> before you, before you get a chance to move, Stigvel, the um, the 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 psyker kind of blinks out of your vision and kind of blinks up in front of you, and he puts his head, his hand on your forehead. And you feel the world kind of go black around you. I'm getting vecnered. Could a sneak attack attacked these? <laughs> you, see, you, you see, you 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 see, um, you see the, the the triple towers of the triumvirate. You see um, the the kind of your view kind of swooping in through through one of the windows. You see um, inside what looks like a laboratory. You see you see Minerva. She stood. She stood there with the heart of Horus kind of floating above her hand. Um, and the view kind of looks around. You see uh, Quattro Clef is strapped to a rack and he's kind of struggling. Uh, there's a massive kind of bandage across his chest. Um, Dane Ashglade walks into the room, and you can't hear what they're saying, but you see they're kind of talking in a reasonably friendly fashion. Um, Minerva kind of puts a hand on the heart and it starts to glow softly. And this pulse of energy fires out and catches Quattro in his chest and kind of creates this link. Um, Dane walks closer to the heart and it it lurches out and grabs him as well. You see Dane disappear. And then Quattro wakes up. Um, and you see his features kind of change. Like, the, like you can see he's speaking, but the way he's speaking is not the same way that you recognise. It's almost like it's a different person within his skin. Um, Jesus. Minerva then kind of pulls the heart back and with a blast of, a blast of energy, Dane reappears and looks like Quattro is screaming. And then behind them you see a dwarf walk in. He's bald, he's got a kind of a long grey beard, um, lots of medallions and medals and chains around it. And he walks over to Dane and they kind of shake hands and it look like they're kind of congratulating each other. The... Um, the vision kind of starts to blur and fade away as you you're able to open your eyes and see that the the um the psyker is kind of reacting to a dagger that's been thrown into the back of his shoulder. Um and Illath is kind of waving and he goes, Stigveld, come on, let's kill these guys. <gasps> so, roll initiative, guys. You're in a fight. Where have you been? I've been shouting you. Six. Six. Uh, let me do this quickly. In between all the so role-playing. Illalath got a natural one. <laughs> He's a bit of a dummy. I got 17. Oh, yeah. 
Yes, I, need talk, I need to talk to you once this is over. I do. Just let's that get was... this over and done with. You were spaced out for ten seconds, man. I just thought you was attracted to that creature. Okay, so uh, orders going are Stigveld, then the Actually. yeah, then the Psyker, which is this guy here, Psyker. then Treble, then the other five soldiers, and then Illolath. Five soldiers. Oh, let's get rid of them fast. So, yeah, so the hang, move the positions. The Psyker was stood right in front of Stigveld. I was over here moving around, sorry, but I'll stay here. Yeah, you just stay stay where you are. Stop moving around until I tell you to. Right, okay, so stick out. You can take your turn first. Right. Um You inside didn't take any damage from, from that from that mental attack. So but you, but, but you, you're also you're also very aware that because Illalath interrupted it, you didn't get the full image of what was going on. I can still remember what I saw, though. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you still remember everything that you saw, but you also have the feeling that there was more that this psycho was trying to trying to do. You don't know whether it was a good or a bad thing what he was trying to do, but you feel like you missed out on something. It's making me question whether to kill him or wound him. I'm going to wound him. <laughs> uh, first, I'm going to attack him, so 18. 18. Uh, what's his character sheet? Yeah, that hits. He's not wearing. He's not wearing armor. Other than his kind of mask and helmet, he's not really wearing armor. Ten. You did ten damage to him. Okay. So you, you you kind of you kind of knock him back with with the butt of your axe, and then you kind of like hit him with the blunt end of it. Just then you break. You can. It crumples in the mask, and there's like a spurt of blood comes out the, the holes in the bottom of it. Okay. <laughs> See, next hit is ten. Ten. That doesn't hit. Okay, I'm gonna. I can move as well, can't I? You can move, yeah. You go move and stand next to it. Illoth. Okay, you passed one of them who's gonna get an opportunity attack on you. Um, that's a 14. Miss. Miss. Okay, cool. Uh, right, the. Psyker then is. I realize I've left treble on the other side. You by really. <laughs> You really have. Fine. He's a resilient <laughs> little man. Do some rolls. Roll, roll. Dodge, roll. You, but you're very good at dodging and rolling. You've played plenty of uh, From Software games. Yeah. So the Psyker is now going to turn his attention on Treble. He's going to move towards him and he is going to cast Arms of Hadar. Arms of Hadar? What the fuck's that? You invoke the power of Hadar, the Dark Hunger. Tendrils nice of cuddle. Yeah, tendrils of dark yeah. energy erupt from you and batter all creatures within ten feet of you. Each creature in that area must make a strength saving throw. So, Oodles, roll Luckily me a strength saving throw. Treble, he's not a creature, he's a gentleman. He's a creature. <laughs> <laughs> Which saving throw am I doing? Strength. Eighteen. Seventeen plus one. 18. Okay, you do save, so you will take uh, 1d6 of damage from that. I said sturdy. Sturdy little fuck. <laughs> been very strong recently as Treble. Yeah, you, mm, you, 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 you take three damage, so this Psyker kind of marches towards you, 
um, with his dented in mask and he kind of holds up his hands and just these black tendrils of nothingness kind of appear from his body and smack you around the face. You bastard! Ow! And he, uh, roll me a dexterity saving throw because he reaches out to touch you. Much like he just did with um, Stigveld. 17 plus 3, 20. Okay, you managed to dodge his hand. Okay, uh, it is now your Alpha pound best fighter in game. <laughs> say, Tre- Treble's been uh, bench pressing Stigveld's legs during his sleep. Yes. Well, Stigveld's been asleep. He's just been pre- yes. pressing his legs, getting that strength up. <laughs> <laughs> He's trying to grab Treble that cockery. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> Treble, it's now your turn. So... <clears throat> I want to move away from this very powerful critter. Okay. I'm going to go there. Right, okay, so you move kind of towards the northeast, you're, you've got kind of one of the soldiers. Yeah, if in front I can of you. just, like, go there without being on fire. Yeah, yeah, you won't be on. So, you, yeah, you move, <laughs> move on move on to a burning cart, but you're just kind of next to it. You feel the warmth on your face. Yeah, I'm underneath it. I want to do a, basically, I want to do a thunder wave against one, two, three, four, those four, five creatures in front of me. Okay, let's see how far 15 feet gets you. The you'll get yeah these you'll get down you'll get three creatures you'll get three soldiers these ones yeah. and it's a 15 foot cube isn't it um let me just double check uh range area itself 15 foot yeah okay check, double check you don't hit me <laughs> yeah no yeah no you, you're 20 yeah uh, stick oh, 20 30, foot that's away. why i move there uh you actually you'll also get the psyker yeah oh perfect i just want to get rid of these um okay these, yes. So they all we have to do saving alive. throws. What do they have to save against? Plus, plus I'm doing like a, like a humble brag, like the psych is not affecting me. It's weak at times. What do they have to get to save? Uh, Constitution 18. Constitution 18. Okay. Not my either. Uh, oh, the psycho saves, but the other three don't. Yeah, so, yeah. so roll me the damage for the ones that don't, and the psycho will take half of that. So it's it's five d eight. What's that mean? Sorry again. In a while. Five. five. I've just, just clicked on it. I've clicked on it. Don't worry. Yeah, five d eight. Twenty twenty two. Twenty two. Forty meant five d eight. Twenty two. Yeah. Okay, so the psycho will take eleven damage. Good. Um, try keeping alive, oodles. No. Okay, uh, so the Psycho will take 11. And the other three... I mean, the other three are just instantly dog food. Mm. <laughs> 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 just burn out. Illalath turns to you and goes, You may be little, but you kill good. <laughs> I love the smell of roast man in the morning. <laughs> Learn from the best. The... Um, the two remaining soldiers um, will run one towards Illalath and one away towards... Away from the fucking artist athlete. Yeah, away if they had any fucking sense about them. Yeah. <laughs> they clearly don't because they work for the triumvirate. Uh, right, so the one in front of Illalath is going to attack with his great axe. Uh, and he... Ooh, he gets a natural 20, so he definitely hits. Um, and that is... What's it? What, what do you do damage with the Great Axe? It's D8, isn't it? Uh, that is... Is Iliath fully healed now? Iliath's at full health, yeah. Yeah. But he takes 11 damage from that. 
And then the next one is going to use his longsword against you, Stigveld. And that is a 18. Does that hit? Yes. <laughs> and that is... Uh, 8 damage. Ah, oh, this one's got a little fight in him. I know, Kate. doesn't he? Let's shame I'm going to have to squash his head. Yes, 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 yes. Let's... I tell you what, let's get angry, Stigveld. <laughs> I feel like when you say that, that they get naked or something and start like, flailing about. So, so Il- 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 Ilolath is going to pick Only up his... the yearly festival. Oh, wow. <laughs> the, the yearly naked Goliath festival. Why, yes. The naked festival and orgy. It's marvellous. You should come to Hydor <laughs> and, every, and every orgy. summer. And orgy. <laughs> You spend most of the festival naked, but then at the end of it, oh, oh, oh my, it's a week of sex. Treble would get absolutely crushed between Lady Goliath uh, thighs. Death by snoo He's abstinent. Snoo. He's, abstinent He's an abstinent young man. He's not doing, not doing the, the Right, okay, so uh, is going to take his Literally first attack 20. against the soldier in front of him. And that is... A 22. Yeah, that hits. And that is going to be... 6 damage. Okay, so he kind of brings his great axe down and kind of cluts into him. Uh, blood spurts out, but it doesn't kill him outright, so he's going to use a second attack. Uh, which is a 12, which doesn't hit him because he's armoured. So he kind of brings it brings it down. The, the soldier kind of deflects it out of the way this time. He goes, oh, don't play coy with me. You know you want to die. Uh, Stigveld, it's your turn. Um, I didn't realise that these guys were such fodder, um, so I'm just going to ignore him for now, this other guy. <laughs> uh, and I'm going to charge at um, the Psyker. Psyker and try and tackle him down to the ground. Okay, go for it. Uh, roll me a... Uh, roll me an unarmed strike. I guess that would be the best way to describe it. Oh, fuck's sake. 13. 13, that hits him. Oh, cool. So you kind of sprint, you sprint forward, you kind of wrap your meaty arms around him and knock him to the ground. Um, are you going to do anything else while you're down there? Because you get two actions. Yes, I want to um, pin one of his hands into... <laughs> <laughs> I want to pin one of his hands into the ground with my dagger. Uh, okay, yeah, roll an attack with your dagger. 15. 15, that hits. So you um you, you you kind of pull up your dagger and you stab it into his left hand, to the ground and through the, through the kind of the dented mask you hear. Argh! Um, so I'm just sat on him now. <laughs> sat on him. Okay. So, all right. Okay. Um, where's the psychic's character sheet? Right. Uh, what's he gonna do? What is he gonna do? Seeing as you're on kind of you've got to be a grapple, haven't you? So you've got to be a uh, well, no, the thing is, the thing is, you haven't grappled him, you've knocked him to the ground because doing a grapple would involve us having to do um, that's true, opposing checks. So, and he's got a dagger pinning him down, (laughs) yeah. So he is pinned down, so he's probably you'll have to use his entire movement to take that out and probably take damage from it as well. Um, so I'm just trying to work out the spells I've given him and what he can do. 
Right, okay. He is going to use Phantasmal Force on you. So, Stickville, can you roll me an intelligence saving throw, please? Fuck. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, this needs to be a big roll. So I've got a minus on this. Let's go! Eight. Eight. So, so with with his free hand, the the, the psyker kind of grips your leg, and you and you uh, you you hear you hear from the side of you. Well, 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 Stigveld, it's nice to see you. And you look up and you see Dane Ashglade stood over you. Now, this Uh-oh. for the listeners and for ev- and for everyone to metagame this one. This is an illusion. But what Phantasmal Force does is it creates an illusion that feels so real to the person experiencing it, they believe it's real. And they would act illogically and irrationally to an outside viewer because they would see whatever is there. So as far as Stigveld is concerned, Dane Ashglade is really fucking here and he's stood right next to you. In fact, I'm going to find a you character. Should have told him. I'm should going to find him. a character token for him. Um, shouldn't have told him. Does Treble see him? No, Treble can't see him. You just see me shouting at someone at mid- <laughs> fresh air. <laughs> uh, right, this... Trevor would be like, oh, don't you start. <laughs> Everyone else is fucking talking to themselves. Yeah. So, 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 yeah, so you, you become kind of hyper-fixated on the fact that Dane Ashglade has suddenly appeared right next to you. Is that him? What, what are you doing here? I'll oh, kill I, you. Oh, I'd like to see you try, Stigveld. You haven't managed to kill me yet. You did wound me, though, and he, he kind of turns his head and you see the scar down his, the left-hand side of his face. and goes, bravo for that one. It's been a long time since anyone's been able to land a blow on me, but you... You will not kill me. You can't kill me. You're not powerful or strong enough to kill me. I am more powerful than you realize. I will take this axe and I will drive it through your head. You will leave my lands alone. He puts a he puts a hand behind his back and does the kneel thing where he just kind of like looks up and like gestures for you to come to him. Fight with one hand. And so, all all treble and that sees me just like swing an axe at thin air. Yeah, um, as, and from your perspective, he kind of just jumps back out the way. Yeah, Treble, it is now your turn. Other giant. Yes, little one. He's insane. Yes, yo, he was always insane. You should have seen him dealing dealing with the great harpies okay. of the islands. Oh, he okay, had okay. fun. It oh, was oh, a glorious giant. battle. I- I get it. Yes. Okay. 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 I'll take Ripped it. their wings and off in the air and okay, landed down on their bodies. Giant. <laughs> oh, that is fucking stupid. So <laughs> stupid. The only one thing I can do. Literally, character out. sheet because of, because of the way I rolled him. Sorry, just just he's got a minus three intelligence. He's slightly <laughs> smarter than a rock. <laughs> I can tell. Right. The only one thing I can do to snap him out of this accursed. Curse. I'm assuming, due to my knowledge of said curses. Uh, I tell I, I tell you what. Give me an Arcana check first. This isn't your action. I'll get, but you need to be. You, you're aware Stigveld's acting funny, but you don't know. You don't at this point don't know what he's doing. Seventeen. Seventeen. Cool. You know there's a spell on him. You don't know what it is. What it is? Yeah. yeah okay. Okay. There's only one thing for it. Level three, stinking cloud on Stigveld and his friend. <laughs> It won't hurt him. It won't give him any damage. Okay, what are, what are the saves? 
Constitution 18, Stigveld, roll me a Constitution. It's not damage. It's not damage, Biggie. I can't kill him. It's just distraction. Maybe um, snap back into reality. Whoop, there goes gravity. Psycho gets a 19. Uh, do I need to roll? Do I? What do I need to roll? Sorry. Constitution, Constitution save. You have to get over 18. Trust me, you don't want to. 13. 13. Yes. Okay, so... Right. Make, make the man cough. Snap out of it. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm impressed at your commitment to this one, Treble. This isn't how the spell works, but sure, Stigveld is now coughing and retching, and we'll have to roll a save to get out of it. It'll stop him from flailing about, but I can't manage it. <laughs> it's for your own good, giant. Uh... <sighs> So, Stig, you'll have to roll a constitution saving throughout the beginning of each of your turns, but you can also move to get out of this. Which is I, something that I got before, wrong the last time you used this, trouble. Before I ended my turn, yeah. I have moved closer to the same-ish giant man. Uh, Ashclade's still there, as far as I'm aware, right? Yeah, Ashclade's there. He's not coughing. He wouldn't cough anyway, would he? Because he's not real. No, but... Yeah. Well, the, th- the, the, the thing is, as part of this spell as well, like... You believe it is so real you can take damage from it? Yeah. So, um, kind of a matter thing. So, Ash, Ashglade kind of, as far as you're concerned, Stigveld, he 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 kind of pulls a rapier. He goes, so I've made this worse. Let's, let's see if you bleed. And he's going to roll to attack. And he Try. gets a 16. Yeah. Yeah. So, so he, he kind of swipes swipes with the um, with the blade. And you feel a pain across your chest as he does four damage to you. So that, this is actually taking damage off me then. He, he can do one d six damage a turn. It's like it's like uh, it's psychic damage effectively, but you believe it's like real physical damage happening to you. Say, this isn't how I envisioned. This is this is not how I envisioned it. Either. No, <laughs> that, guy, that guy. Oh, he's getting attacked and he's in a stink cloud. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the two soldiers are both going to take swings at Illalath. Uh And, hang on, what's, what's his armor class? Illalath. Nope, neither of them hit. Just, he, just they start just swinging in wildly, and he's like, ha ha, ha ha! And he's, uh, Illalath spots that you've walked next to him, Charlie goes, ah, little one, come fight with me. Let's kill these. You can be the big man too. Okay, I'll take your word for it. And Illalath is going to, and he kind of, and he rages. And he is going to use his first attack on the soldiers. It's a natural 20. So that's uh, 2d12 plus 4, 12 to 12. Uh, Oh yeah, he cuts this one just top to bottom in two. Absolutely just kind of swings down and just obliterates the man and like treble you watch in just horror as this axe just cleaves straight through this person and blood kind of splatters you in, in your kind of purple tunic and uh and Illath kind of looks down at you his kind of face is covered in blood and he's got this kind of raging look in his face goes oh it's fun isn't it 
Just As one you... day I'd like to not get blood all over me. <laughs> you really need some new clothes. <laughs> That's the next time we go shopping, new clothes. And then he takes a swing at the next one and he gets a 17, so that hits. And 12, uh, and he does 10 damage. As he kind of swings across, he doesn't kill this one, but he, there's kind of this huge gouging wound across his chest, and he and he, he turns back to he turns back to you, travel uh, and goes, "Come on, get a kill!" As he kind of picks you up and sits you on his shoulder. I, I didn't ask for this, and I've already killed three of them. It's not a competition. Oh, it's always a killing competition. I'm giving you one for free. Uh, Stickveld, roll me a Constitution saving throw. Constitution saving throw off oh, two. Two, you <laughs> you start you keep retching a lot. You can you can move out the way. So you can you can move you need to move like ten feet to get out of the way of it. Get out of the cloud. But that's I'll that that'll, that'll basically be your turn to move out of the way of it. I'll finish you off later. Gotta get out of this stink. Oh, you so weak, Stigveld. So weak. Who's he really, talking to? Really smells. The Psyker is still in the cloud. He is going to roll his saving throw. Uh, he gets an eight. And he's, you see you from, from the other side of the cloud, Stigvel, you hear... <coughs> as he kind of vomits into his mask. The notoriously terrible farts as well. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the Ashglade kind of walks out of the cloud and walks towards you, Stigveld. Well, I, I like to think of it as that scene in Terminator 2 when the T-1000 walks out of the fire. It's kind of very very similar to that. Ooh, that's going to be chill. Yeah. It's, a, it's like... But it's, instead, it's green, green farts. It's, it's, it's green fart cloud, but he's kind of walking slowly and kind of the very tip of his rapier is dragging on the cobblestones, leaving little sparks. And just super cash, super casual. As Ashglade kind of comes up to you and goes, Stigveld, Stigveld, you can't run from me. I'm here to kill you, and he's going to attack you. Um, but he gets a natural one, so he kind of whiffs it. <laughs> the Psyker is going to move out of the cloud behind you. So he's out of the cloud now. Uh, Treble, it is your turn. You're currently sat on Illolath's shoulder. Can I try something daring and bold? I was hoping you would. Here we go. <laughs> I might need to do an acrobatics check on this first as well. Right, okay, what do you think? What do you think? Where are we going with this one? Because I, I want, to, I, I I want, want to, crazy. I want to use um, Irilaf's gargantuan cow-sized head as a platform to stand on. Okay. And I'm going to get my pistol out and shoot Psyker. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, so roll- I'm, I'm complete, complete point blind back. I just need to get that balance. Right, roll me an acrobatics check first, then. Okay. This is where it goes to shit. As if it hasn't already. Oh, thank God. 18. 18? Okay, you passed the acrobatics check. So, uh, roll an attack with your gun, and because you're kind of stood above, I'll let you roll that at advantage. Ah, <laughs> see, it paid off! Right. Okay. So, how do I add advantage? Or are you just going to add that on? Just, just roll it twice and take and take the highest value. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. So that's an eleven's the first one. The second one's a nine. Eleven. What's, what's 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 your plus with the pistol? Eleven plus six. 
Yeah, plus six. Is it eleven plus six? Yes. Wait, hang on. No, you roll damage twice. Right, roll. Oh. Hit sorry. the hit the, the one that's hit DC. So next to pistol, you've got a plus six. That one. Yeah, hit that twice. Okay, so it's nine or a seven. Neither oh, hit. nine. Neither hits. <laughs> but it looked cool. It looked cool. You you you, you leap off Illath's shoulder and kind of stand, kind of balance perfectly on his head. I'm still there. You 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 cool as fuck spin the pistol round and then you just kind of like pull it down and fire and it just hits the um, <laughs> no, can, can, it, you, can you change the narrative can you make him dodge it so I didn't actually miss please no 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 I'm going with this one. Oh fuck <laughs> it, it be, it's because you're showboating you're like because you're, yeah, you're, you're, spi- you're, sp- you're spinning the trigger on your finger and you just pull yep. slightly too early and it hits the wood in the cart next to him and it'll oh. Illulath looks. Illulath kind of like peers up and goes, "Little one, this one here in front of you to kill." It's not the important one. But I've Looks softened like him up for you. Add to your kill Looks count. Like he's ready to die. Looks like he's ready to die. I'm not here to kill. I'm here to um, win. <laughs> okay. Well, the soldier is now going to try and attack you, Treble. I'm on his head, so he's going to have to do some kind of acrobatics to get to me. He's rolling at disadvantage. Perfect. Uh, and he gets a nine, so he doesn't hit you. He just kind of tries to swing up at you. <laughs> the uh, Illa just kind of pushes the guy to the ground and goes, Be quiet! Huh. Um, actually, no, it is Illulath's turn. He goes, it's time, to, time for you to die. I'm on his head still. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like David Blaine on that pillar. <laughs> that hits, so... Where's my D8? D12 gone, there it is. Uh, eight. So Illulath like just kind of goes, Little one, this is how you do it. And he drops his axe to the ground. The soldier's still lying on the ground. He just picks up his size 18 foot and just smashes it into his face. <laughs> Disgusting. That's impressive. It's always impressive. And he kind of grabs grabs you, his, his entire hand around your waist and just puts you on the ground. Thank you. Um, Stigveld, it's your turn now. You are st- roll me a intelligence saving throw. Oh. Come on, baby. Ten. Sorry, intelligent. Ten. No, you don't. You, you, you're still seeing Ashglade. Oh, I'm gonna kill you. I have tried, Stigveld. Oh, I'm gonna rip your limb, your limbs from your body. Still oh, I'd love to, to see you try. Ah! No, goes to attack him. Okay, no point rolling. You 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 you, you swing That's a your axe. I got twenty-seven. <laughs> yeah, you swing your axe and it passes straight through him. Do I see that? You do see that, but you're it, you're you're reaching a level of irrationality that you think he you still think he's real, even though you've just borne witness to your own axe slicing through nothing. I'm kind of st- stumped. Know what to do? Don't worry, we've got you. Mm. Um, I've got a plan. I've got a plan. <laughs> you can do, you can disengage and go for the psyker if you want, but you just believe that Ashglade is real. Yeah, I just I don't want to ruin the, the narrative. Um, <laughs> narrative first, guys. I'm just gonna go for again. Go in front of the swing because yeah. my my head he's there, isn't he? Yeah, so it you could, you you come in for an o- overhead smash. And um, 
it passes straight through him and kind of you, you, you kind of it almost blunts your axe off the stone stone ground. What told is this you magic? you wouldn't. Told you you wouldn't Whatever be able to kill me, Stigveld. But it's it's it, it's nice to see you try. He, and he reaches down. He kind of rubs your head, and it's it's because of the strength of the illusion. It's like you feel his hands on the back of your head. They kind of stroking you in a humiliating fashion. Don't Fuck worry, off. don't worry. There are always going to be people in this world that are stronger, faster, and smarter than you, Stigveld. I'm one of them. Everything about me is smarter and faster. He is going to roll this attack against you. Uh, and he gets a six. So he, he kind of goes to, goes to stab you and you move back and it misses. Oh, maybe Treble, I'm why maybe aren't you helping faster. me with him? With who? Ashglade, he's uh, here! Strange man. <laughs> the Psyker is going to attack Treble this time. There's nobody helping me. There's nobody there. He's right here in front of me. Oh, the green thing's coming. Ah. <laughs> right, okay, so... um. He is going to cast on Treble and Illalath, Cloud of Daggers. I'm the Cloud Master. <laughs> you fill the air with spinning daggers in a cube five feet on each side, centered on a point you choose within range. Creature takes 4d4 slashing damage when it enters the area for the first time on a turn or starts its turn there. So the the Psyker reaches its hand out towards you, and around you and Illalath, um, it, it is what it is. Knives and blades kind of start to swirl around the two of you. Um, yeah. And 4d4 damage. It's on fire. <laughs> Knives to me are like swords. You've got to remember this. Uh, 14 damage. You both take 14 damage. Fuck! Wow. It's the most I've ever been hit, that. Oh yeah, it's a, it's a good spell, and ev and every turn you're you're kind of stood where you are, it'll ha it'll keep affecting you. So you effectively, now that it's your turn, goes you will need to move if you don't want to keep taking damage. Ah, oh, giant! <sighs> I need to ask you a favor. Oh yes, do you want to kill something? I can help you kill something. Toss me. Pardon? Toss me. And he can leans down. Does that mean the same thing here as it means back in Hydorn? Throw me, you buffoon! Oh, throw, <laughs> throw, right. <laughs> I want to throw me at the green guy as I'm in the air. I unleash my rapier and try and stab him. Oh, how the fuck am I going to organise this? You're right. the DM. You do the math. <laughs> right, okay. It'll last through. 15. That'll hit. Okay. Roll me an attack roll with your rapier. And the Psyker will get... 16. Okay, and the... The Psyker will obviously see this coming, so he'll have the opportunity to dodge. So he's going to roll a saving roll against that. Which rolls a 7. Okay, so you... So Illalath kind of picks you up. And kind of a bit like a rugby ball, or maybe an American football. Throw me in the air a little bit. 
he kind of like up. He kind of like like th throws you up, and uh, as you kind of start to lower back down, he then reaches back and he just kind of slaps and just hits you, and you fly like a fucking bullet. At the, the dagger in front. With, with your blade with out the, with front. With the rapier. With the rapier out front. Venom. Roll me, roll me double damage because you're going with the force of, <laughs> of a fucking so two, barbarian. So two, two, uh, two venom strikes. Two, uh, yeah, so what's it? Was it uh, the da uh, uh. 17 and 13. No, no, so, so it's not a hit, so you have hit. So it's um, oh, sorry, yeah. so you've got the D eight plus three. So roll me that twice. So it's, so it's seven plus ten. 17. Big hits, big numbers, big hits, numbers. You um, you, you you fly forward, and the blade just kind of pierces through the mask straight into his left eye. Oh. Ah, better. And you're kind of you you're embedded into it. You, you you've almost like gone in like a die, like kind of thing, <laughs> as this as this kind of. Psyche just kind of collapses backwards with you. They left you require 17. And he is well and truly dead. And Stig. Ah! <laughs> yes. More interesting if you left and started tugging triple off. Oh, for fuck's no, sake, <laughs> No, it wouldn't be interesting. It would be disgusting and childish. <laughs> just like you. Like Stig he sent himself. <laughs> <laughs> if you if you're imagining a giant wanking off a halfling, mashing a halfling's cock, I've been imagining yeah, it since it was mentioned. I just thought it was hilarious. Never battle. It's a Lord of the Rings reference, and we all know D and D sprouted from Lord of the Rings. Of it was a homage, and you've turned it into a disgusting, disgusting sex crime, and I'm offended. This is a family show, Biggie. This is a family show. Kill the dragon with a dildo, seriously. I weren't on that episode. Nothing to do with me. Disgusting. Made me sick. <laughs> okay, getting back to it. Stigfeld, you see You see, um as the, you you kind of not really paying attention to what's happening behind you. But um as 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 Treble has kind of killed this this uh psyche. And the, let me just say killed most of these people around you've done you've done today. well your kill count's going up um no. <laughs> kill frenzy um yeah stick well you're kind of readying for another attack as um as ashley just kind of goes Ooh, and he kind of like stiffens up a little bit and goes oh well i guess i'll see you soon as he fades into dust in front of you where's he gone where did he go where did who go ashclade he's I... been here the whole time are you fucking blind or what while you've been dancing around, I've saved everyone's life. Look at this. Oh, no. Did you kill that man? I killed everyone. You stick, well, stick well, you turn around and you see the psycho with just um, Treble's kind of rapier sticking out of his eye. Uh, has a name. Venom. I, I told you to keep him alive. I said I need to talk. I didn't know what was happening. This thing's disgusting. It was doing weird things with its hands. It was humming and chanting. You were dancing. I had when a big boyfriend to help. I killed him. Listen to, to me. Your brother is alive. What? Don't jest like that. When he touched me, I saw visions of the triumvirate, the three of them together, and your brother was being held captive. 
they're doing some kind of experiments on him with that with the heart of Horius. Do you honestly trust a vision? That's why I wanted him alive. I needed to question him. Oh yes, oh yes. While you were dancing around like a dervish. Ridiculous. I Ashclade was here. No, he wasn't. Big big other giant. Did Il you see anyone else? Illolath walks over and he and he kind of pats you on the back of treble and it's it's like it's hard enough to make the buttons on your tunic kind of bounce forward. Well done, little one. That was a mighty kill. Excellent idea. I asked on the, you a question. On the uh, tossing. Uh, and he, <laughs> he looks over at Stigvell and goes, there was no one here. Uh, I was he I was busy killing those over there. And he points over at a couple of piles of blood. And, um, and, he says, and the little one here, he was interested in killing this one over here. And you were just kind of swinging wildly into nothing. Again, dancing. Oh, she's some strong magic. Or a strong ale. Have you been on the ale again? Oh, ale sounds fantastic. Who wants a drink? Oh, it doesn't affect me like that. It just makes me sick. Mm. Stigvell, well, whatever it was, it wasn't real. Let's move on. Stigvell, let's have a drink. Not right now. The point is, <laughs> your brother is still alive. I don't believe it. If you say you saw something there... And no one else did. You saw a vision. It's, it's false. He's dead. The city burned. Treble, roll, roll an insight check. Okay. One. One. You've got no fucking clue what he's whether what he's saying is true or not. I don't believe him. No, no, it's not, that, it's, it's, not it's, it's, it's not that you don't believe him. You, you have no reason to believe he's lying, but you have no reason to no, believe him I, either. I, you, it, this, what, this, I, this is ambivalence. Treble... Treble thinks that he thinks it's true, but Treble doesn't think it's true. That's what I'm telling him. He's not calling him a liar. He yeah. just thinks he's seen something. The witch. Normal. I saw the witch woman with the yes, with the heart of Horus, your brother. And I saw Dane go into your brother's body. They came out and they were happy about it. I do not know what it means, but I also a dwarf. I saw a dwarf a come dwarf? through. I didn't. There's a three of them. Triumphant. One, two, three. Oh, he can count. Yes, he was I've always good seen... at school. <laughs> how would I know? How would I know what the other one looks like? I don't want to dwell on it, and I'll believe it when I see it. But don't give me the hope. I don't live on hope. I, I, outside of the narrative, I think yeah. I know what that means. In terms of him being able to go into a body. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mm. Yeah, so, still, again, Treble does not believe it. He believes he saw what he saw, but he doesn't believe it's true. Don't like where it's going, Gadget. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so, um, so Illoth kind of walks up, walks up to you, Stigvel, and kind of gives you a really big, firm Goliath embrace. Goes, oh, it's lovely to finally meet, see you, brother. We've been looking for you for months. And you too, my friend. But right. We need to get back to the inn. We need to get Viglath. We need, we've got a mission. Oh, Viglath is alive, is he? He is. We've been oh. trying to stop you from going on your crazy rampage. Get back to the inn. Oh, I hope I hope there's going to be killing involved. This reminds me of a joke. What's worse than one Goliath? Fucking three of them. 
oh, don't be like that. And he kind of picks it, picks you up by your tunic and goes, ah. we're all having fun together. Come on. He puts you on his shoulder and goes, to the pub. Oh, seems I'm a parrot again. <laughs> so you kind of work or your way back to Crocker. You work your way back <laughs> through uh, through Indilo's rest and you come back into Beckett's bucket uh, and you see Capri is up and about. Oh, um, oh you're back. You're how, back. Did it, how did it go? How did it go on um, your end? Illalath walks in, sees you, Capri, goes, Oh, hello there. Whoa, whoa. Hello, 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 yes, hello. And he kind of, he he bows you, pleasure to make your acquaintance. I'm Illalath. Oh, I'm Capri, how about a drink? Drink? Capri's a moron. Exactly everything I could have wanted from you, darling. Let's go, drink. He's a friend of mine. what moron means. He he kind of steps behind the bar. So fucking stupid. Briaga tries to stop him and he goes now 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 and he picks her up and puts her on the bar and he just gets one of one of pulls one of the kegs pulls the cork out and just starts to drink from it I like this one he's a fucking moron and I tell you what let's roll him a constitution saving throw to see how drunk he gets instantly (laughs) oh 19 he's fine (laughs) we still have our mission to do we don't don't need a drunk Goliath (laughs) Viglath, Viglath oh. comes down the stairs and sees the scene that's unfolding and goes, So I see you found him. Eventually. He got got in quite a pickle. It, it's it's Illidath, of course you did. Now, I, I have... You tell us he was a fucking moron. Well, you never asked. That's very true, very true. He's a good fighter, that's all, that's all that matters. It's all we need on this mission. Um, Viglath comes in and he kind of dumps a dumps a a, a wrap on the um, the bar, and it makes a clat- metal clattering sound. He opens it up, and there are three hand axes in it. Um, and he hands one to you, Stigveld, and he hands one to Illalath, and he takes one. And he goes, "I, Briaga has been helping me. These chains that hold the sword in place are very strong." These axes are slightly enchanted. One hit will break the chain, but it will break the axe. Keep these axes safe. Don't attack anything with them. As soon as they hit something, they shatter. But they will cut through the earth if need be. I believe you need to tell uh, the moron... How important it is he doesn't hit anything on the way to the chains. And Illoth turns around and goes, Yeah, Stigveld, don't hit anything. And he's thrown it around. Bang. <laughs> so is, uh, who's made these enchanted axes then? Ask him. Who is Who made... <laughs> <laughs> who made these uh, uh, enchanted axes? Was it, was it wasn't you. And Briaga, Briaga puts a hand up and goes, I, I know some some fey incantations and I know a few tricks. Usually it's the kind of things when, that... that, that when she said the word fey, Treble's good. Ugh. It's usually, usually the kind of things that I would maybe like, you know, put onto a pin that would allow me to just like tap a lock and shatter it. But, you know, it's, same principle works with axes, you know, it's metal. So that's how you do it. I... I it, it, she, she, looks at, she looks at you, Treble, as you say that and she goes... If you make it back from this, I'll, I'll I'll teach you the tricks, the ways of my my trade. That's a promise. 
It, and she she holds out a little finger. It's a pinky promise. I'll teach you how to play the lute. Deal. Who says I can't? Ha ha ha! Interesting concert alert. This is, this is interesting. I may need some assistance when we get back. Mm-hmm. Excellent. So everyone's Priyaga, in the right place. Can I ask? Can, okay. can I ask one, one request? Of course. Please. Mr. Graves is my dearest friend. Uh, other than Stigfeld, of course, and my compatriots. Of course. Uh, could you please make sure he's well rested? Yes, of course. He is, he's he's currently locked himself in the attic room. Yes, yes. He, he's not due for a blood frenzy for many years now, but I just don't want it to be triggered. No, no, no. It's, 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 it's fine. I, I put a plague notice on the door so that no one would dare go in. Fantastic. Very smart. I like you. The old me would have liked you a lot more. And she, and she just looks at you and kind of raises an eyebrow and goes, I think he'd be barking up the wrong tree there, sir. Oh. I'm not never good at climbing trees. <laughs> and and <laughs> Illa just goes, trees are hard. Oh, fucking moron. I just cheers at him. He, he, he kind of holding the um, the cask like, in one hand as if it were a goblet he just kind of clangs against your glass with it and finishes it off and he just rips out the most massive belt and goes right who are we killing and that's where we'll leave episode 28 of the Dragon's Treatment Scorch <laughs> <laughs> I knew that's where you were going so I was just like I'm just going to let him yeah <laughs> So th- thank you for listening, everyone. This has been a bit of a kind of a weird episode with some weird shit happening. Um, but yeah, this has been great fun. Make sure you hit the website up, modernescapism.co.uk. Hit the Patreon up, £5 a month plus VAT. Gets you the score cheap tier. Gets you early access, out free. You get to suggest NPCs. You get to suggest items. We've got some great items coming up very soon. Um, make sure to give us a five star review on any podcast platform you happen to listen to because it really really helps out if you want to learn how to play D&D you can request a game from me there's a link in the description for it so make sure you get in on that the next episode will be out in about two weeks time so come back here get on the YouTube get on the Twitters at Sheep. come join the Discord just do the go to the website there's links for everything there go and do that and uh, next week our the podcast versions of our alien RPG experience will be out for you to listen to so keep an eye out for that there's two parts to it it's great fun with Jack Chambers Ward from the sequelizers it's going to be fucking mental in fact it was mental it was great Biggie's still angry about it oh yes oh yes yes (laughs) Uh, but yes come back in two weeks time for the next episode of Dragon's Dream Scored Sheep for now thank you for listening and good night peace Excellent. I ran out of breath. <laughs> you ran out of accent. <laughs> you changed your accent. Mid, mid. Did, you, did you call it the dreadbeat punk? Did you call it the dread punk? Yeah, the dread punk. That was it. Close enough. <laughs> is that where it, it's from? Yeah, the dreadbeat. Is it deadbeat punk? <laughs> I never know. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think I'd be there. How could you? Weirdly.
<laughs> it's right there. <laughs> I know. It's literally just one. Le- <laughs> it's pretty, pretty much yeah. one, just one extra letter. <laughs> Oodles, wake up. <laughs> imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.